This is The Grid, presented by Victoria College. Victoria College is a public, open admission college. Our mission is to provide educational opportunities and services for our students and the communities we serve. For more information, visit us at www.victoriacollege.com to schedule your tour. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of The Grid. My name is Jeremiah Sosa, the assistant sports editor. I'm here joined by Mike Foreman, our sports editor, and Gabe Myers, our sports reporter. Before we get into what we've got to talk about, we want to hear from you. You can reach out to us on Facebook, on our Victoria Advocate Facebook page. You can also find us on our Advo Sports Facebook page. You can also find us on Twitter, at Advo Sports. And you could email any comments or questions to sports at vicad.com. All right, guys, it's it's that time of year. I know we talked about it last last week, but uh, it's getting deep into the softball playoffs. Gabe, you covered St. Joseph against Fort Bend Christian. That was a regional playoff game. St. Joseph beat Fort Bend Christian 5-3, to three, and they advanced to the Class 5A state tournament in Arlington on Monday, and they'll play Hyde Park. Gabe, you, you, you were there at that, uh, that regional game. What happened in that game, and how were the Lady Flyers able to advance to the state tournament? Well, first, we'll just start with this. It was an absolutely wild, crazy, nutty game of softball. Um, it really – we'll pick it up in the fifth inning. St. Joseph's trailing 3-1. to one. Um, Leadoff runner gets on. Second hitter comes up. I believe it's Moore. She comes up, tries to lay down a bunt. Bunt comes off of her, is caught by the catcher. Umpire rules, dead, you know, dead ball, but – the Fort Bend Christian side is going crazy. They think it should be an out, the first out of the inning, preventing a rally. And I remember as soon as that happened, the umpires conference, no, it's just a strike. And Morris ends up getting on, have runners on first and second. And I kept thinking, man, if that, if this leads to a rally, the one side of the crowd here, one dugout is going to be going nuts. Um, and, of course, it did lead to a rally. Fast forward, there's two outs in the inning, bases loaded, still three to one chance to you know kind of to completely change the game a freshman Avery Grimzinger comes up ropes a ball in the left field two runs score the runner who was on first trips going across second trips over the second baseman eventually comes around is thrown out at the plate but retroactively ruled safe due to interference the Fort Bend Christian coach gets ejected. It's four to three. St. Joseph ends up winning five to three. Uh, Abby Contu, the complete game once again. Uh, she has been in this, you know, these two playoff games. She's been absolutely massive. But a wild, nutty game at Fort Bend Christian and St. Joseph. And St. Joseph, like you said, into the state tournament, into the final four. This was their goal at being in the season. And now their attitude is hey, we're, we're here. Let's go win the thing. Mm hmm. And, you know, once again, they'll be playing Hyde Park, which uh, they played early on in the season already. Um, that was Taps. And, you know, moving back into UIL, we just wrapped up the area round of softball. El Campo and Quero, they matched up. El Campo took took the three, best of three series win two to one. Um, I covered that series. And for me, really what came down in that series was pitching. Uh, Carly Bubella of El Campo, she, she threw 13 strikeouts in game one. Um, she picked up the loss in game two, but... In game three, uh, uh, Quero had bases loaded in the sixth inning, I believe, and Bubella she she struck out two batters to to close that inning and basically you know sa- save the game for for El Campo because at that point it looked like Quero was was about to run away with that. I think they had got four runs in that inning, um, but Bubella came in and you know saved the game. 
Uh, Quero, they had a little bit of uh, struggles on the mound or in the circle for, for Carly Pullen. In game one, she had a, you know, a shaky first inning. And I talked to Coach Cody Miller after the game, and he admitted it that, um, you know, she she didn't often have have innings like that, but you know that was a uh, that was you know pretty costly for Quero and how that series shaked out. Um, but El Campo they got the win two one, and they're going to be moving on to play Bernie in the uh, regional quarterfinal round. We got all four District twenty nine two eight teams in the regional quarterfinal. Um, we got Shiner versus Ganado. And Weimer versus Schulenberg, which are two series that um, they're going to be going on this week. Mike, I know we talked about it, uh, you know, in this basically almost every podcast, it seemed like in the regular season about how it seemed like all of these teams were going to be able to, to, you know, match up with each other. When you when looking at these two series, what's something that uh, stands out to you as far as, uh, you know, Shiner Ganado and Weimer and Schulenberg? Well, I, I got to believe that uh, I think Weimer should be able to handle Schulenberg. Uh, their pitching is much stronger. They hit the ball. Uh, they're just, I believe, an all-around better team. Uh, Schulenberg's been really scrappy in the playoffs, but uh, they haven't faced anyone like Weimer yet. That Shiner-Ganado uh, series should be a great one. Um, both those teams very evenly matched. They split the series, as you said, uh, during the regular season, uh, uh, you know, usually in the playoffs it comes down to pitching and uh, who's going to pitch better in this series, you know, because both of these teams have shown the ability to hit the ball. So uh, that'd be my guess. Whoever pitches better should come out on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, sh- I, b- I believe in that last game it was 1-0 Shiner won on uh, April 14th. And Ganado, they got plenty of hits, um, but it was Shiner. They were able to get – a solo home run from Peyton Vinchik that basically won the game for them. So, um, you know, I, th- I think like Mike said, it's going to be good pitching from both mm-hmm. teams. But if I'm Ganado, I'm, I'm looking to lean on uh, Macy Kalashny for, for that team and, you know, what she's able to do in the circle. All right, we're going we're gonna to talk about some other notable regional quarterfinal matchups. We got Hallettsville versus Industrial. Gabe, you're going to be covering that one. I know you've covered Hallettsville over these past few weeks um what are you hoping to see out of that uh out of that series I mean for Hallettsville it's simply can when I've watched them it's they they start fast they kind of beat they almost beat their opponent in the first inning with the way they start and they have you know this is a series which is what Hallettsville wants they have multiple they have three really good pitchers out there so they're going to be you know between uh, Kaylee Olivares, Grace Halata, uh, Madison Mickish, uh, they have three different pitchers they can throw out there. So they, this is what they want. But they've beaten teams in the first inning. They they'll jump out on you four zero five zero, and it's kind of over at that point. Even if the bats stall out for a little bit, it's hard to score three, four, five runs against them. So for Hallettsville, it's, if they keep starting fast the way they have, you know, really the last two years, they're defending state champions. Um, if they keep starting fast, they are a really, really tough team to beat. Mm-hmm. And we also got El Campo, which is going to be playing Bernie uh, in the original quarterfinal round. All right, we're going to take a quick break and hear this commercial from White Trash Services. I'm joined by BJ Nelson. BJ, White Trash Services, what is it and, and, and what do y'all do? Well, thank you for asking. We gather trash in the counties around the Crossroads area. We've been in business for eight years, and we have dumpster, trash can, and roll-off companies. 
and you know y'all are y'all are big advocates for for sports throughout the crossroads region just what makes y'all want to sponsor uh, all all high school sports throughout the victoria area High school sports are amazing. One, they keep kids out of trouble. It teaches them about character, teaches them about right and wrong, uh, how to do better in life. You learn a lot of life skills in sports and especially football. And how can someone get a hold of White Trash Services to start their service, rent a roll-off, or apply to be a part of your team? You can give us a call at 361 550-1826. I have a team of ladies that answer the phone and gentlemen. So give us a call anytime, 8 to 5 during the day, and uh, we'd be happy to visit with you about any of those things. All right, welcome back to The Grid. It's time to get into some baseball playoffs. Um, this, this past week, we recently wrapped up the bi-district round. And we're now moving into the area round. Mike, you're going to be covering uh, one of the biggest games in our area, number one, Shiner versus Refrigerio. They played on Wednesday at Victoria Riverside Stadium. Mike, you're going to be there. What What's kind of something that you that you think is going to stand out in that in that series, in that game? Well, one of the biggest things, of course, happened uh, before the game when there was a flip, and Refrigerio won the flip to play one game. Um, when you play the number one team in the state, chances are you're not going to beat them two out of three. Your best chance is to play them one game and hope that, you know, Shiner has an off day. But that being said, they have probably the one of the best pitchers in the state on the mound. And uh, if he struggles, they've got another great pitcher. They have Ryan Peterson in them backing him up is Drew Winsky. Backing him up is Carson Schutte. So Shiner is good pitching depth. Uh, Refurio got themselves in, in a little bit of a pickle here by playing Wednesday. Uh, they have their starting pitcher, Scooter Hesseltine, who's a good pitcher. But the problem was um, they played a three-game series against Rivera. On Saturday, that series finished. And as a result, a number of their other pitchers who had to pitch on Saturday are not going to be available on Wednesday because of the uh, mandatory rest by the UIL. So, um, of course, with rain in the area, anything's possible. But uh, I think, uh, you know, like uh, Refurio basically is hoping that Shiner has an off night. And Refurio, to be honest, has been playing its best baseball of the season at the end of the year. But uh, they're going to have to play exceptionally well to beat Shiner. It's always funny because this is a rivalry, not just on the baseball field, but in football as well. These teams meet in the playoffs. How much does that factor into these, you know, kind of the these two teams in a matchup going into it? Because it is a, it's a little more than just an area round baseball game. Right. It is. I mean, it is a big rivalry in all sports, regardless of what sport it is. Um, but uh, I, I mean, uh, there, there's been a time when Refurio actually beat. Shiner in a playoff game one time and uh but uh I don't think it won't be quite as intense as in football but uh obviously the, these two fan bases are great and they come together and they'll I'm sure that uh Riverside will have a good crowd for this game and uh we'll see you know um I think Refurio, they need to get some runs early if they want to be in this game because uh, 
if Chandra jumps out on him, uh, it's going to be tough for uh, Refugio to come back. And some other notable area round matchups that we have is Kennedy versus Ganado, El Campo, Bernie, Industrial versus Poth, Hallettsville versus Hondo. We also got Freer versus Platonia and Weimer at Skidmore. And also Moulton versus Pettis. Right, and I would say uh, El Campo uh, has got a tough task on its hands. I believe you saw them last week against Brazzaport, and they played really well. Well, um, I remember speaking to Coach Jacob Clay after they uh, they played a, a district game, and uh, he was talking to me about wanting to finish second rather than third, which is where they ended up. Uh, he said the difference was you get your third, you get Bernie in the second round. If you're second, you get Bernie in the third round. Well, they would have played them anyways. But Bernie and uh, Sinton are the two clear regional favorites. So, uh, but I'll tell you what, you saw El Campo. They're a good team when they play well. Uh, they've been kind of up and down, they're inconsistent. But if, if they play well, they, they might have, you know, be able to do something in this series. Yeah, in that game one uh, of the best of three series against Browsport, Brock Rod, he threw a no-hitter. So that was really the highlight of that game and how they were able to, you know, get get, get that game and, you know, win the series, uh, you know, a few days later. So uh, I think if they're going to have a chance against Bernie, he's going to have to pitch well. Right, and, of course, Brock Rod is signed with Sam Houston. Uh, hey, my, my alma mater. Yeah, <laughs> another one going to your alma mater like Ryan Peterson. So, uh yeah, Brock's a really good pitcher, and he needs to be on top of his game because Bernie is uh, – they've won in the first round uh, against uh, Quero. They they had it uh, – the first game was relatively close. The second game, they won 10 to nothing. Uh, so I, I know Bernie's a good one. It's kind of funny. Uh, Mike Bonewald, who's the head coach at Quero baseball team, uh, I was over there for the uh, Refurio uh, – Schulenberg game and also for the Tyson Williams signing and he came up to me and said hey uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to come back and do a story on us when we upset Bernie <laughs> and I, I told him if you upset Bernie I'll come back and do a story but unfortunately for the gobblers that didn't happen <laughs> and for all of our baseball and softball coverage uh, this week you can visit advosports.com all right we're gonna take one more break and hear this commercial from Thrivent Financial Thrivent is a proud sponsor of The Grid. Thrivent believes money is a tool, not a goal. Thrivent financial advisor Carly Herrick works with clients to create financial strategies that reflect their priorities and help them protect the things that matter most, like family and giving back. Carly can be reached at 361-223-7883 or connect.thrivent.com backslash true-path-planning. All right, welcome back. It's time to get into some track and field. Victoria East, Matthew Jackson, he's going to be at the Class 5A track and field uh, state meet uh, competing in the long jump. He At the regional meet, he had a jump of 23 feet 2 inches, which was a personal record for him. Um, I talked to Matthew Jackson this, you know, this week uh, as he's preparing for this state meet, and for him, he's really confident. Uh, you know, in his abilities, he's hoping to to medal. He's basically won almost every meet that he's played in uh, this this season, and he's just the second Titan to make it to the state tournament. Victoria East, they had a, a Stephen Martinez, I believe. He made it in 2011, which was the first year 
that the Titans were competing. Uh, it was the first year the school opened up. So, you know, it's, just, it's, it's a historic moment for, you know, Victoria East to be able to have someone at the state meet. And, you know, talking to Matthew Jackson, he's, he's really happy to make it. Mike, you're going to be covering the state meet this weekend uh, all against, you know, with all of the classes, class 2A, 3A, 4A. What are you kind of hoping to see out of this meet, and what are some highlights that you're going to be looking for? Well, yeah, it'd be nice to see uh, Matthew Jackson get on the medal stand. He'll be jumping Friday, of course, the way the meet goes. Thursday will be uh, classes 3A and 4A, and that'll be a really busy day for us. Uh, we actually have five people competing in different events at 9 a.m., so uh, it'll start out it, it'll start out right away. Uh, I'm really curious on Friday, I, I mean on Thursday, I would say I, I'm really curious to see what Kyla Hill from uh, Goliad does. She's in five events. She has a possibility, a chance of meddling in all five, which would really be a great accomplishment for her. Uh, also, we have Industrial, the four pole vaulters. Uh, Tanner Woodring, who's going to the Air Force Academy, he is the top seed. He has a good chance to win that. Just, uh, and uh, it should be a, a good meet. Then, of course, Friday, uh, we have Matthew in 2A, and the big story there is whether or not uh, the Refurio boys can repeat as state champion. Uh, you know, looking at the, uh, just the, the seeding from the regional, uh, going in, it's, uh, Timpson is the favorite. But uh, anybody who's ever been to the state track meet uh, knows that, anything can happen and track is the kind of sport that it doesn't really matter what you've done in the past it's what you do on that day because you run your race or you do your field event on that day and if you do well on that day you're going to succeed if you have a bad day well all those other days don't really matter because that's what counts is what happens on that day so we'll we'll have all all that updated and uh you can stay tuned and uh Quite a few uh, area athletes will be at that state meet. And uh, I do want to mention it'll be the final meet for Carn uh, City coach uh, Donnie Zhuk. Um, he's retiring after, I believe, 29 years. And uh, the thing about that is Jarek Beaver from Carn City goes into the meet. He'll, he'll jump. He's high jump on Thursday, and he's the top seed. So that would be really neat if he could win a gold medal and send uh, – Donnie out with a gold medal. And like Mike mentioned earlier, he'll be out there covering all of the events, so uh, you could visit avosports.com to catch all that coverage. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the podcast. From me, Mike, and Gabe, we appreciate you guys for listening, and you could catch us here again next week.